Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. We have Indiana head football coach Tom Allen joining the show. We also have the founder of Palm Sports, Ken Pom, uh, Pompey, will be joining as well. We'll talk about the latest sports news. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to an all new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast, presented by InTheClutch.com, officially licensed apparel with baseball, basketball, football, hockey, retro teams, and all kinds of things going on for you there as well. Go to InTheClutch.com to see for yourself the products that they offer. Use the code SPORTSSTOVE. You're going to get 10% off your first purchase. Again, that's InTheClutch.com. Use the code SPORTSSTOVE. You get 10% off your first purchase. Welcome into a new edition. And again, we've got an exciting show coming for you here today. Two great guests will be joining us uh, here in a few minutes. Tom Allen, Indiana Hoosier college football coach. And, uh, and then we also have Ken Pompey. He's the owner of a founder of an app. That's basically the way it's described as the Uber for coaches, a way for you to find coaches and trainers in your area. And uh, Ken will come on towards the end of the show as well. We welcome in, as we do most of our episodes, my dad, Dale Stover. Dad, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Excited to be here and a lot going on. I, you know, one of the things I love to do is follow the Packers and the OTAs and stuff like that when that starts happening. And um, so there's a lot going on with that. There is. Football is right around the corner. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted to get Tom Allen back on the show is because with football coming around the corner, he was going to get pretty busy here in the coming weeks. And uh, we've appreciated Coach Allen coming on uh, two times previously and chatting with us. And I thought it'd be fun to talk to him because of all the NIL conversation that's went on with Coach Saban and Jimbo Fisher. And uh, so I thought it would be a perfect time to bring him on to talk about those things as well as some other things. So, uh, Dad, what we're going to do, I talked with Coach Allen earlier this week. So we're going to go ahead and play that interview for the folks. And, uh, and then we will come back and chat about it again as well. But before we get to Coach Allen, a quick word from our sponsor in the clutch.com in the clutch.com the newest sponsors of the sports stove podcast and we are excited to partner with in the clutch.com they have officially licensed apparel and accessories for your favorite sports teams and athletes use code sports stove and get 10 percent off your first purchase 
to find shirts like I still own you from Green Bay Packers. Are we talking about practice? All kinds of great shirts in baseball, football, hockey, and basketball. Officially licensed apparel from InTheClutch.com. Again, use the code SPORTSSTOVE to get 10% off your purchase. Welcome back into the Sports Stove. We are joined now by Indiana University's head football coach, Tom Allen. Uh, coach, I think we can basically now, this is the third time you're on the show, so I think we can basically say me and you are our best friends, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Close to it, at least. All right. Yeah. Uh, coach, <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, last year, rough year, injuries played a big role in that, other things as well. So what's the mantra or the uh, conversation being had with the team now getting ready for, for a new year, getting into summer practice. Yeah, well, you know, you just have to, um, you know, everybody's accountable for what happens. You know, obviously injuries were a big deal. Uh, we got decimated at several positions. They had 20 guys we lost for the whole year, but that's, you know, sometimes part of it. You don't plan for that. That's not what you ever want or, or expect to happen to that extreme. Uh, you realize you're going to have some injuries. That's usually part of it, but but, uh, you know, and when they start happening, you know, and uh, you have to have other guys step up, unfortunately, that we're not at the point in the depth, you know, of our program to be able to withstand that many, you know, and it made a significant difference. But at the same time, you know, uh, I think you, what you learn from it all is sometimes life's really hard. Sometimes life's not fair. And how are you going to respond? You know, and people ask me about, you know, different things along the way here. But my, my response has been, you know, uh, you have core values for a reason. You have things you believe in for a reason, and uh, those are there to give you a great foundation when things are going well, like it did in 2020, and then also when things go really bad, like they did in 2021. So uh, that's what kept us together was what we believe in here, accountability, toughness, and love, and, and the LEO culture we have here. Our guys care about each other and love each other. Kids continue to play really, really hard for one another and, and uh, never, uh, you know, never uh, were divided or – Never felt any of that during the, the challenges. You just uh, keep battling together. And like I said, I think uh, football can be a great microcosm of life mm-hmm. and what it teaches us. And I think we had a chance to experience it from the side that no one wants to experience it from, which is one of adversity. In your coaching philosophy, how much do you guys, do you look back to learn from it or do you just put it aside and, and move forward? Well, we've, uh, you know, we've learned from some things. Well, we've dwelt on the past. I don't believe yeah. in doing that. You know, I, we, I just use the illustration. You know, you have the, you know, the, the, the window in the front of your car, you know, in comparison to the rear view mirror, uh, you know, the, the front window there and the dashboard is, is the big window. And that's what we're going to focus on. And you have the rear view uh, mirror that you look at occasionally just to see what's behind you, but you don't focus on that. And I think that's a kind of a pretty good picture of what you want to do. And uh, what's in front of us is 2022, and our one word for 2022 is to build, and that word was picked for a reason, and that's been our focus, you know. And so, but you, but you also have to be able to take a view in that rearview mirror at times, just to make sure you don't forget uh, the things that have happened and maybe why they happened, and you learn from those. And so that's been our perspective. That's a good perspective. Uh, you guys took full advantage of the transfer portal this year. You had a quarterback in Connor Bezalak from Missouri, bringing a running back, uh, Sean is a Stivers, I believe is how you say his name, uh, from Auburn, as well as others as well. Uh, we talked about the transfer portal the last time you were on. Has your um, use of the portal changed at all over the last couple of years, or has it kind of stayed steady? Well, I, I think the, the, the use for that and the, the, the reasons why we use it have been consistent, and that is to be able to fill, you know, spots that you lose. And, and right now I think because of, you know, we kind of had the perfect storm in some ways roster-wise after this past year. Uh, we had a large number of seniors, that 36 to be exact, that went through our senior, senior day ceremony in 2021, which is double what you usually have because of guys just in the whole way that the, the things, you know, worked out with our roster, but also we have guys that have an extra year because of COVID. So because of that, we knew there was going to be probably a lot of turnover after this past year because we to keep all those guys because they simply gave you that bonus year 2021, but not 2022 moving forward. So you were going to go back to 85. So really we knew we were going to have to have some tough conversations with some guys. So expect there, there to be some more turnover than usual maybe and try to find the best guys to fit those needs when you have some guys that maybe uh, 
you know, I've been here for two or three years, maybe four years, and and had additional year to use, and we're going to use it somewhere else. And so we were able to replace those guys with older guys instead of a you know thirty some freshmen. We've got you know a twenty plus class of freshmen, and then also ten or so transfers that are older guys that have played other places that have given us immediate you know experience at the running back room, which we needed, quarterback room, which we needed, and then at some spots at receivers. So a couple spots on the D line as well, and the linebacker. So Excited about the guys we've added, trying to use it in a very judicious way. Guys that fit with us, guys that are part of our, you know, the culture we built here that can add to it and make it better. Is, you know, everybody assumes Connor's your quarterback for next year. Is that true or is there still competition there? No, there's still competition. You know, I think Jack's had a great spring. You know, mm-hmm. Connor's obviously coming here with a lot of experience, a two-year starter in the SEC and, and threw for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. So uh, just uh, really, really good competition. I believe in that. You know, Donovan McCauley is also involved in that. Next Williams involved in that. But the two that kind of separate themselves coming out of spring would have been Connor and, and, and Jack. And so, but I uh, uh, just uh, want these guys to compete all summer long into fall camp. And may the best guy be named the starter. Your defense returns uh, a lot of guys compared to your offense, especially. Um, and so that consistency that you do get in the day and age of the transfer portal, it seems like consistency is harder and harder to find with the rosters. But how excited are you to have a, a pretty solid returning group on your defensive side of the ball? Oh, very excited. I mean, you think about Taiwan Mullen and Jalen Williams and Devon Matthews, those three guys have been all Big Ten players in the secondary, excellent football players. Taiwan's first-team All-American, and then Cam, Cam Jones at linebacker all Big Ten linebacker, and then you got some guys on D-line that played a lot of football for us as well, too. And so a uh, really good foundation and core guys that are coming back defensively. Uh, Brian Fitzgerald played a ton of football for us here, a lot of really good football. Um, Noah Pierre, another guy that's really been very productive for us. So I can kind of go on and on defensively, yeah. excited for that side of the football. And those guys need to be big. They need to step up, and then I've expected to. And really, several of those guys that I mentioned have been a huge part of our offseason leadership growth. And uh, excited to be able to have those guys with us one more year. For some of them, they chose to come back. Some of those guys have, have, could have gone on the NFL, but they chose to stay. So, yeah, very, very excited about our defense, what they can become. A little bit of changes going on within the college football world. One of the things that's being talked about, and I've not heard anything on the Big Ten on this yet, but is the divisions uh, where it's not necessarily necessary anymore to have the divisions for conferences. Do you expect any changes with that with the Big Ten, or do you think the divisions stay as they are? Well, for this season, season coming up, 2022, they will they will remain the same. Uh, but I, I do think there is definitely a strong consideration, as you as you mentioned, nationally. They've taken away those guidelines to be able to have the divisions uh, for the size of your conference, and so uh, I think it's kind of opening the door for that. And I think it's really more about trying to create more equitable matchups mm-hmm. within the conference, and I think that's the goal. Uh, that increases viewership. You know, obviously, the TV revenue is a big deal for. Mm-hmm. for for college sports, especially football. So, yeah, I, I would predict, I don't know when, uh, that they will have a, a new structure and it will probably be without divisions. And then I'd be uh, uh, a bad interviewer if I didn't ask the question. Uh, so there have been a lot of news about the NIL stuff going on this week. I won't ask you about specific coaches or anything like that. Uh, but how has the NIL, there's there's obviously positive with it for the athletes. How has it affected, though, especially like the recruiting battles and stuff like that? What are you seeing uh, as a Big Ten football coach, just with with the positive or the negative effect of that? Well, it's it's become a variable now, you know, mm-hmm. in the recruiting process. It obviously wasn't in the past. And, and I think it has a lot of positives, you know. I think it's like anything else. You know, you got to find a way to maximize it in the, in the best way possible. We've obviously seen examples where it's already being abused and being misused and not, not being, you know, used for the very purpose of what it was intended for. Uh, but that is often the case in, in this world, yeah. in this life of, of reality. So, uh, but that's where you have to have to you know have a set of rules and guidelines, and when those are not followed, then you have to have consequences for those who don't follow them. And so, if you don't have consequences for those who don't follow them, then then eventually everybody kind of just ignores them, right? Those, yeah. those rules might be. So, I just want to see us follow the rules that we set in place, and 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 I do want to be able to have a, an environment where our players can maximize uh, the 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 name, image, and likeness that they bring to a program, because that's really what it's for. And if you bring a young man to college, and he's now you know helping us. You know, sell tickets and you know, sell you know, seats in the stands for people to be able to come and support us and buy jerseys and different things like that that are because of those players. And, and I, I can see the benefit of that, and I want them to be able to benefit from that. So it's like anything else. You have to have a, a, a set of guidelines to follow. And so I just want them to be followed. And, and right now that's not the case. And, 
So a lot, a lot of frustrations being created because of that. And I think that's fair to say, you know, based on the last, you know, week's events. But bottom line is, is that I just want to see us be able to, to grow our sport. You know, young men are coming to college to get an education. That's the number one reason for being here. Should be 98% of our guys don't play in the NFL, you know, and so that's the vast majority. And I want them to be able to have a great experience. And then those that can benefit from that, you know, from the new rules, I want that to be the case. Well, it's always great to see when athletes can uh, benefit more and more and excited that that, that opportunity is there for them. Coach, uh, I know you're busy and I really do appreciate you again taking the time to come on the Sports Show podcast and being a part of our show. Uh, thank you much. Good luck in the upcoming year and uh, looking forward to seeing seeing what the Hoosiers can produce this year. I appreciate you having me. Have an awesome day. There you go, Coach Tom Allen from Indiana Hoosiers. And I uh, sure appreciate, again, the time that he took to come on. Dad, we talked about um, several things, Transfer Portal. We talked about NIL uh, and other things as well. Anything catch your ear in that uh, conversation? No, I mean, I, I think he reiterated some of the things we've talked about. I do think the Transfer Portal was interesting because uh, he had a situation where he really needed to get you know more players in, and it does provide that. Um, so I think that was good. And, um, you know, the NIL stuff, you know, is what we've talked about. Like he said, there's got to be a set of guidelines and there's got to be consequences if people don't follow them. And with that not being the case now, it really makes it tough. But he is a coach. And like he said, he has to try to maximize it. He wants to, wants it to benefit, um, you know, the students. And it's interesting, you know, his take is still that that's why they come to college to get an education, which I think, you know, in football with all the players that are on a team, that's true, even though why there is a small number that probably the focus is strictly the NFL. Yeah, Lane Kiffin actually said you ask top 100 players and you're probably going to get the number one factor of where they go to college is the money. Uh, So that's transition a little bit over the last year or two because there have been some players who that still would have been a factor with because colleges were offering money under the table and things like that. Um, but now you have a bunch of people. I learned this, Dad, um, just through some college players here. Um, I cover Eastern Kentucky University, and their guys that transfer out is what you find is there's one guy that does it, and he succeeds, and he's great, and he has – a great career or a great, it was an awesome move for him. And then all of a sudden everybody starts getting in their head. Well, I'm that great too. Um, And they're not. And so the NIL, I think is similar where you see one kid make money. And now all of a sudden there's another kid going, Oh, well I should be able to make money too. And so instead of looking for the right football fit or the right basketball fit or the right, whatever fit, instead of looking for their best education, all those kind of things, they're just shopping around to see where they can get paid. And some kids think, boy, if I get $10,000, that's a pretty big deal. Other kids are thinking, man, if I could get $50,000, $100,000, that would be a big deal. And, and I can understand why it is, but the, uh, the motivation for picking a school is changing uh, for some people, not for everybody. I think there's still a level of, of athlete and then a um, maturity of some athletes that understands they're at this picking the right college. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Um, I can make my money once I get to college. It's picking the right college where I can make the most of my abilities, where I can develop the best so that I can get long-term paid in the NFL um, is is still a factor for many, many players. But there is going to be a handful. When we talk about the number of players going into college football, we're just talking about a handful of guys that they're – deciding factor where they go to school is who's going to pay them the most money. And I think it's going to see, we're not going to see it. I think it's going to hurt though, several, several, several athletes uh, with a chance to even go to the NFL. They're going to be put at the wrong, wrong situation, the wrong school, uh, the wrong style, the, the wrong fit 
for their talents. And ultimately, it's going to lead to them flaming out and never getting to what they could have been to had they gone to a school that was going to develop them or use them the best way according to their talents. Would you agree with that? Yes, yes, I, I think that'll be true. And again, you know, there's still a lot of questions to be answered about name, image, and likeness. I've not heard much specifics about uh, contracts, you know, or are these written up in contracts. If that's true, is that going to start affecting things like we've talked about players that, um, you know, when they don't go to the championship, they're not going to play in a bowl game. Is that something where the name, image, and likeness will be tied to know you finish your career here um, for the year? Will that make any difference since alumni are very involved in that? And um, how will it affect, you know, the NCAA um, expanding the playoffs? Um you know, with more teams and, and things in the playoffs, will that, you know, will, will all that affect or tie in somewhere? Well, there are contracts. In order for you to do an NIL deal, you have to go through, uh, I guess it's the NCAA. There's an NIL person. I don't know if it's with each university or how that works exactly. But I know that a player just can't accept money still. It, it has to go through the proper channels. And there is legal work involved in that, paperwork involved in that. Now, can they write in um, that you have to play in the bowl game? I'm, I'm guessing they can. Um, but in most cases, when you're signing an NIL deal, it, it I mean, once you get to the bowl season, it doesn't matter as much because you're talking about a guy wearing a T-shirt and in interviews or uh, using – mainly it's social media. More than anything, it's just their own social media push. So I don't know that that's going to factor in uh, at this point, but there might be schools that do that. Um you know, I don't know. That's a good question, but uh, there is definitely legal work involved because I was talking with a player and asked him about about um, you know some NIL stuff, and his deal was, well, you know, we'd have to send it through uh, through the the NIL office or whatever it is, and did, I didn't realize it was even that organized. I was actually surprised it was that organized. So, uh, nonetheless, there there is a proper channel to go through now. Whether or not people follow that channel. And when you're talking about these millions of dollars that are coming in, that's a whole nother thing. And dad, you've heard, and I've heard on Dan Patrick's show, he said that the going price for a top ranked quarterback's $8 million right now. Um, now, whether or not people will get that, we don't know, but that's kind of the thought process right now. If you're going to get a top level quarterback, you're looking at, at saying, Hey, we can get you $8 million. And uh, that's pretty enticing for a lot of guys. There are some guys and let's talk about this, Dad. Arch Manning, he's the uh, the top unsigned quarterback in his class right now. I would think that money is not the enticement for Arch Manning. Wouldn't that be true? Uh, you would you would think so. And again, you know, he's obviously got with his family um, <clears throat> advisors. You know, to be careful about that. I'm sure he will benefit maybe from name, image, and likeness some, but I would not think that would be the main decision maker with him uh, there. Well, you hit it right there. Strong support supporting group. Um, who are you listening to? Who are you taking advice from? And people with with smart parents, um, grandparents, coaches, people who aren't greedy and they're, they truly want what's best for the kid are giving the proper advice and uh, the question is, will the kid listen, I guess, to some degree. But but you've got other people, and this is the problem with, it's been a problem in college sports and high school sports for a long time. You've got people that want to exploit the situation. And you've got agents um, who don't have the best interest of the kid. They have the best interest of making money. You've got coaches. You've got uncles. You've got aunts. You've got cousins. Um, all these other relatives. And we've seen it time and time again where they just want to hop on the money train. And instead of giving sound advice, they're giving financial advice um, and it's immediate financial advice versus long-term financial advice. So there's all kinds of things and factors that go into it. Um, but uh, strong support cast is definitely an important one to help you make sure you make the right decision uh, in, in uh, making where the decision of where you go to school at um, is definitely important without a doubt. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of NIL stuff, Alabama, who's never cheated uh, when it comes to money, uh, recently signed an, a quarterback. He was committed to A&M and, uh, and has now flipped to Alabama. What are the chances money was involved in, in flipping this quarterback? 
Well, I mean, with all the publicity that's involved, you wouldn't think at least there's not going to be a trail to be able to prove that um, because there's just too much publicity um, involved in it. So I, I think, you know, um, Jimbo Fisher, again, is trying to do, you know, um, damage control real quickly because I think there is some people that will be affected by, oh, well, this, you know, is a bad situation. They could get in trouble or whatever. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of interesting. You have a guy flipped from A&M to Alabama, and this whole recruit next recruiting year is going to be crazy, um, you know, again, unless they get guidelines in place. Yeah, and with this signing, it, it almost pushes Arch Manning out of Alabama. Um, and I don't know that he was ever going to go to Alabama, honestly. Right now, the leading thought is Georgia or Texas for Arch Manning. Either one makes some sense, Georgia for national championship aspirations. Texas would be a place Arch could go and really establish himself as a legend, just like his uncle did uh, when Peyton Manning went to Tennessee versus going to Ole Miss. Um, and, you know, he, he kind of took Tennessee almost to the top. T. Martin actually took him to the top. But uh, Peyton Manning took him almost to the top and became a legend in Tennessee. Arch Manning, if he went to Texas and turned things around at Texas, he would obviously be a lifelong legend at the University of Texas as well. So um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on on uh, Arch Manning's recruiting process? And uh, do you think he should go somewhere like a top school like Georgia, top football school, um, or somewhere else? You know, he visited Virginia um, at one point, and, uh, but he's visiting Texas and Georgia here soon. You know, where, where should he go? Um, I, again, you know, if, if he looks at his, you know, family history and stuff, he might go to a school that's obviously a big school, but one where he would establish um, <clears throat> himself. I would think with the advice of his father and the family, um, the coach, the administration, the people around that school be very important as far as being um, reputable people. So I think that will be a lot of it. Um, it's kind of interesting you talking about Texas because I, I can see your point there, but boy, there's a lot of names already at Texas when you think of the University of Texas um, for him to, you know, to, to come out of there. Um, of course, there was that way at Tennessee, but Peyton, you know, did, did you know did become a legend and still is in the state of Tennessee. I don't know if you do the same thing in the state of Texas um, or not. Georgia again, of course, has everything going in the right direction now, and um, that you know is in the South. Um, I guess you know again. I haven't kept up on it probably near as much as you have. Um, you know, I have you. You had told me Virginia was a name. Uh, that it really popped up there. Um, I don't know if Ole Miss is still in the works or not um, because of the family. I would think that he'll make a decision here sooner than, than later, um, but, you know, we'll see. I would be surprised if he goes to Ole Miss as long as Lane Kiffin's the coach. Yeah. And I don't know anything for sure. I've not read anything or seen anything. But remember, Peyton is is very tied in with Tennessee. And what Lane Kiffin did at Tennessee is not something that you just overlook. <laughs> and so uh, I would be surprised if they trust Lane Kiffin. Um, Georgia, if you win at Georgia, you're just another another person who won at Georgia. And that's why I think Texas makes more sense out of those two schools. Um, who's the most famous Texas quarterback? University um, of Texas quarterback. The most famous Texas, I don't know about quarterback, well, it'd be Vince Young. Vince Young, um, yeah. Vince Young, but when I think of players, I think of Earl Campbell. Yeah, but that's a running back. Um, yeah. Ricky Williams, running back. Uh, you know, they, they've had some great running backs come through. But when you talk about Texas, at least in my generation, when you talk about Texas, you talk about Vince Young. If Arch Manning came, brought them back to a championship, um, he would be, again, a lifelong legend at Texas. I don't think he could do that at Georgia. I think he would still be well-loved and well-received, all those kinds of things. But I think he's just another one in, in Georgia versus being the one at Texas if he's able to go in there, help turn the program around, and, and win a championship. Um, I, You know, with the way that Josh Heupel's been recruiting, you don't hear Tennessee mentioned. Um, but, boy, I wouldn't be completely surprised if something crazy happened. He ended up going to Tennessee. Uh, I, he's not going to Virginia. I'm surprised he went on the visit there. 
again, Tony Elliott, good coach. Ty, you know, he was Clemson's offense coordinator for so many years. And so he was already very tied in with him through the Clemson recruiting process. Um, but I just, to me, Texas makes a lot of sense because it would be doing very similar to what Peyton did of kind of forging his own path to some degree and the chance to revitalize a university that has had high expectations recently, but has yet to meet those high expectations. So now they also got Quinn Ewers, remember, who went to Ohio State because he got paid and then transferred back down uh, from there down to um, uh, Texas. So they got him there sitting there too. So I'm not sure exactly what direction, you know, how that fits, I guess, in that process. Um, and that brings us back to the money issue, right? Quinn Ewers paid to, to in high school. So he goes early to Ohio State. Who knows how much money? He made good money there. Uh, and then he goes down to, to Texas now to play is the idea. Go get a little bit of an education, a quarterback education under Ryan Day, and then go to Texas and try to try to take over there. And and uh, he's got a year before uh, Arch could show up. And if that happens, then you know what what happens from there. Uh, all right, uh, how about this, Dad? College football, sixty year tradition. The University of Nebraska not winning, obviously, uh, but as they uh, they release balloons after the first touchdown of the game. Uh, but due to a helium shortage, no balloons this year at Nebraska. Um, do you think any of this has has nothing to do with the helium and actually they're just afraid they're not going to score any touchdowns this year? Uh, <laughs> I've never – I've not heard of a helium shortage, but I, I wouldn't think that is the problem. And, again, maybe the helium people would say, hey, go ahead because there's not going to be a touchdown. But um, apparently I, I don't know that that ties in at all. It is said whenever there are traditions that are changed or whatever the case may be. Um, I did not know about that one at Nebraska. Again, you know, I remember when Nebraska, when I was pretty young, you know, they were the a power school and the big game was Nebraska and Oklahoma. Um, but it, it, it's definitely been a while for that. It has been a while for that. Uh, Dad, uh, I know you, we changed our schedule a little bit tonight, so I know you've got to run. Uh, any other comments or thoughts uh, before before you head out tonight? No, I, I, you know, I appreciate Tom Allen coming on with you. It's great to be able to have a Big Ten coach uh, there on the show. And, and um, you know, it, it kind of um, shows the kind of information you can have on this show, and that's great. And, um, nope, I think we're done here again. A lot going on in sports, and look forward to being back again next time. Yeah, we are on episode 198. Uh, so next Wednesday, uh, well, I don't think we're going to have a local hour show next Wednesday due to schedule conflicts. So next Friday's episode will be episode 200. Uh, we'll be celebrating uh, episode 200 with that. Of course, we'll be back on Monday, um, possibly with an all-new episode. I know we've got Labor uh, Memorial Day excuse me, coming up this weekend and stuff, but we'll try to get another episode out. Uh, for Monday as well. But dad, thanks again, uh, for joining us and, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. No problem. All right. Up next, uh, we're going to talk some fun stuff. Ken Pompey is the father of two sons, uh, who made it to the MLB and he knows how important it is to find a great coach, uh, in sports. He has partnered up with Rishi Sharma, a Toronto based lawyer and tech visionary to bring coaches to everyone around the world through their Palm Sports app and platform. And joining us now, I believe, let's see here if we got them here. Maybe, possibly. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with the guys from palmsports.com. In the clutch.com, the newest sponsors of the Sports Stove podcast. And we are excited to partner with In the clutch.com. They have officially licensed apparel and accessories for your favorite sports teams and athletes. Use code Sports Stove and get 10% off your first purchase. You can find shirts like I Still Own You from Green Bay Packers. Are we talking about practice? All kinds of great shirts in baseball, football, hockey, and basketball. Officially licensed apparel from InTheClutch.com. Again, use the code SPORTSSTOVE to get 10% off your purchase. 
All right. Welcome back in and a great episode so far. Again, we talked with Tom Allen. If you missed any of that interview, uh, make sure you go back and listen to the whole thing. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it as well uh, anywhere you get your podcast, the Sports Show podcast, and you can listen to the interview with Tom Allen. Tom, Coach Allen is uh, uh, a friend of sorts, I guess, acquaintance, and always appreciate him coming on. He's always very real in his conversations and uh, and and always shoots straight with me. I appreciate that, too. doesn't beat around the bush. I want to encourage you to check out our other episodes as well. We release three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, typically, again, with the holidays coming up. Some things will be a little different, but every Wednesday we do a local hour episode, which covers Eastern Kentucky University. And in covering Eastern Kentucky University, we cover mainly football, men's and women's basketball, and baseball. And the baseball team is currently in the A-Sun Tournament. They tied for first in their division, uh, yet due to the way the A-Sun works things out, is uh, <laughs> they ended up being the sixth seed in the tournament. So they had to play in Pool B, and they swept Pool B. Three games straight, no issues there whatsoever. So now they face off against Liberty uh, Wednesday morning. If they win that one, single elimination from here on out. If they win that one, they go to the A-Sun Championship, and obviously a potential opportunity to land in the NCAA baseball tournament, which is something that we definitely hope for as well. So uh, make sure you tune in. ESPN Plus will carry those games, show some support for EKU baseball. Three guys on that team. Will Bryan, he's a closer. Will King is the catcher. Kendall Yule, outfield. All three of them have potential to be drafted uh, in the Major League Baseball this coming season, uh, coming draft, and uh, an opportunity for them to move on to the next level and continue playing their baseball career uh, Will Smith, 15 saves on the year. Will King has had a career year at the plate, and Kendall Yule as well. Kendall Yule has been playing some phenomenal baseball with steals, uh, great defense and good offense as well, all played in there. So, again, tune in on, on Wednesdays. Our last local hour episode that we had, uh, head coach Chris Prothrow jumped on and joined us to talk about the A-Sun tournament. We asked him, did they get shafted in the seating? He tried to uh, play the company line there and said no. And uh, somebody explained that a little bit to us as well. He talked about the players and uh, all the things going on there with the the um, changes. They had a drastic turnover on the roster as well last year. And so um, uh, getting all that worked out. And this year, they won't have that drastic turnover. So he's pretty excited about that as well. So make sure you tune in uh, to that episode. Go back and listen to that episode as well. Of course, with Memorial Day coming up, uh, we're so thankful for all those men and women who serve and their families. And we think about Memorial Day is thinking about those who've lost their life who serve. And uh, and along with that, it, again, it's it's a it's an opportunity to support, uh, to help, to encourage families, loved ones of those who've been lost in service of our country. Um, and so we say thank you to all those who have served and who uh, continue to serve, of course, as well. We're gonna, excuse me, we're going to break away for another commercial. We're working on some uh, technical difficulties, but we're working on getting uh, the gentleman on from Palm Sports. We're going to take another quick commercial break. And, uh, and oh, I think we got him. Hang on one second. And uh, all right, we'll go to commercial break. And when we come back, hopefully we'll have the guys from uh, Ken Sports. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Intheclutch.com, the newest sponsors of the Sports Stove podcast, and we are excited to partner with Intheclutch.com. They have officially licensed apparel and accessories for your favorite sports teams and athletes. Use code SPORTSSTOVE and get 10% off your first purchase. You can find shirts like I Still Own You from Green Bay Packers. Are we talking about practice? All kinds of great shirts in baseball, football, hockey, and basketball. Officially licensed apparel from InTheClutch.com. Again, use the code SPORTSSTOVE to get 10% off your purchase. 
Welcome back into the Sports Stove uh, podcast. Thank you again for joining. And uh, we're working on some technical difficulties here, and uh, but excited to to get on some, get you some information because one of the things that we do with uh, youth sports is you it's a year round process, and you're trying to get better, trying to improve, trying to uh, find ways to get ahead of the competition. And a lot of times, people are looking for different people to join them. Uh, trainers, coaches, and things like that. So joining us now from uh, Palm Sports is Rishi Sharma, uh, one of the co-founders, uh, I believe, if I remember that correctly, of Palm Sports. Rishi, thanks for being on with us. Thank you for having me, Vince. I really appreciate it. Sorry for the technical delay there, but uh, business is on as usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Technology is awesome when it works uh, and and a struggle when it doesn't. But, uh, hey, thanks for coming on, though. We do appreciate it. Ken, of course, you work with uh, Ken uh, uh, Pompey. Pompey, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> i got multiple words going through my head right now. Um, but uh, you guys have developed this. Um, it's bigger than the app, but you guys have developed this app of Palm Sports. So explain to us a little bit kind of what it is and how you guys came up with the idea. Yeah, exactly. So, um, first of all, um, Ken Pompey, he's the um, he's the kind of, founder, co-founder of Palm Sports. And well, who is Ken Pompey? Ken Pompey is the father of two sons who successfully made it to the MLB. So he's not coached one son to the big leagues, but he's actually coached two sons to the big leagues. So it's definitely not a fluke per se, if you're able to do it twice in a row. All right. So um, that's really where the story starts for our entire organization. Ken obviously knows how to make it to the, the big leagues and he knows how to develop his kids and he learned how to develop his kids using coaches, using his resources um, to make them keep on making it to the next level, keep on getting better at what they do. Now, basically what we're doing, what I'm doing is I'm the guy here who's going to take the Pompeii way, the way of using coaches and developing your kids, developing each other, developing yourself in sports. And I'm here to take that Pompeii way and bring it into the palm of everybody's hands in the form of an app or in the form of a platform. And what Palm Sports is, is if you're ever looking for a coach, you need a coach to help you get better at basketball, soccer, football, whatever it may be. You just hop onto our app, just hop onto our website, and then you can look for a coach right near you to help you get better at exactly what you want to do. Set up some training sessions, set up the coaching sessions, and uh, you can improve. And Or if you don't want to get better at what you do, you just simply want to make things interesting when you play sports, just find a coach. You're sick of staring at the treadmill every day at the gym for two hours a day. Well, spice things up a little bit. Find a coach, practice some, do some uh, practice and get some drills done. Spice it up a little bit. So you can definitely and you can always find a coach for any sport that you're looking for. The other great part of our app is you can not only find coaches, but you can find other athletes. So after work, if you're looking for someone to play, I don't know, a game of pickup basketball, hockey, maybe even tennis with. Um, but you don't have anybody, right? Nobody's really available after work. Um, somebody might be burning the midnight oil um, and all your circle of friends might not be available, but just hop, hop on our app. Instead of finding a coach, find people near you to set up a match with, and then boom, you've got um, another way to avoid looking at that treadmill all day. <laughs> so find coaches, find athletes right around you um, to help you develop your skills, to just pay, play sports, to get active, get healthy, so it's a nice little app where you can find coaches, find athletes near you, and get to playing sports, get to bettering your skills. And coaches, if you're a coach, by the way, sign up for our app because you can get paid to do what you love. You can get paid to coach athletes right on our app. So there's a lot of great things you can do. And, again, we're just bringing the Pompeii way into the form of an app to the world. You kind of answered it, but my question was going to be – my next question was going to be about the coaching aspect of it. And uh, I know it was it was ex- explained to me that it's kind of the Uber of, of – coaches before yeah. coaches so uh it, how do coaches get involved you said come come and sign up how, how does that happen exactly so all you've got to do hop on our website palmsports.com you don't even have to hop on our website just send us a dm instagram twitter tiktok whatever you got just message us and then we can get you set up as a coach on our platform all you really need is coaching experience um there's of course vetting and screening that goes into the process as well um, you know, the the regular background checks and et cetera. So we're all safe and uh, happy on the app. But if you've got coaching experience and uh, you want to join and earn some income by coaching athletes on the app, sign on up, send us a DM, any of our social medias, hop on our websites. 
you can find us just by typing palmsports.com or palmsports on any social media app. And just send us a DM. We'll get you started. We'll get you some income in your pockets. And that's awesome. I know all coaches, so I'm a uh, basketball coach, but it's uh, it's on a volunteer basis. So even though it's high school JV, <laughs> it's not. there's no money coming in for that right now. But uh, that's okay. We love the kids. Uh, but it's always great if you can add some income uh, for doing what you love as well. Now, the kids' side of it or the athlete side of it, What's the age group? Is there a, is there a minimum age group? Uh, how how old do you go with with finding these trainers? Yeah. So in in terms of the trainers, you have to be an adult to be a coach. All right. Okay. So as a coach, you've got to be an adult. Um, so eighteen and up, essentially, to become a coach. But if you want to be an athlete, you can you can. It's it's for all ages, essentially. Mm. Um, if you're under the age of maturity then you'll need a, an adult to accompany you to coaching sessions, training sessions, just to keep things safe and make sure that everything um, goes along smoothly. Um, but if you're an adult, free reign for you to uh, use the coaching services, find other athletes as you please. Now, you talked about Ken, and uh, Ken was going to join us, but having technical difficulties, can't make it. Um, so with Ken, and uh, you know, obviously this is a burden of his, a passion of his, um, that kind of leads leads to this direction. How, how have you been able to see Ken kind of transfer that passion into an actual, um, actually helping people, I guess? Yeah, well, Ken and I first met, um, actually, I developed this app as I'm currently a lawyer in Toronto. I'm a Toronto-based lawyer. And Ken and I crossed paths because I made this app, a demo version of it, um, shortly after I completed law school. And uh, Ken and I met at a business event, and all of a sudden, we've got a big business going here. Um, and so Ken and I um, were on the same page when it came to this app, because primarily, um, Ken couldn't really, didn't have the ability to afford coaches for his kids growing up. So what he would do, he would do things the old school way. Um, he would take a paper, clipboard, pen, and he'd go around to, you know, um, friends, families, parents of other athletes and say, hey, my kid needs X amount of money to make it to this event or to obtain this kind of equipment or to do X or Y. Can you contribute X amount of dollars, Y amount of dollars towards hitting our goal so we can do this? And just a pen and paper and clipboard method would actually accomplish his goals, surprisingly. You know, like for me, I'm, I'm from the way of technology. So for me, I was like, oh, wow, that a technique actually works. I can't believe it. And uh, but it does. And it's essentially what we're, we're translating into the new age day. So Ken would get his funding that way. He would make his wife, Val, uh, hold the coaching equipment, you know, play a catcher. Whenever uh, Tristan and Dalton were hitting sluggers, she would be the one who would have to uh, uh, corral them. <laughs> so, um, you know, he'd, he'd, he'd strap her up. He'd become a coach. She'd become a coach. They'd hire coaches. They'd, you know, um, raise, fundraise for their kids. They do a lot of things that a lot of dedicated parents would do for their kids to see their kids advance and have a shot at the next, at the big stages, right? So those kind, that kind of a story and that kind of a passion that Ken has, um, he's just taking it and bringing it to the modern day and age, to the modern world, right? So instead of the clipboard and pen, you can actually fund your favorite athlete, contribute to your favorite athlete right on our app. So it's almost like a crowdfunding aspect to it as well. So put a profile up. If you're an athlete, an up-and-coming, an up-and-coming rising star, um, put a profile up. Join our, join our um, app and then build a following. That very same following can be the same following that contributes towards financially funding uh, your endeavors in sports. So we've kind of solved the financial aspect of having uh, funding for, you know, underprivileged youth or just youth who need a lot of money to get to the next stage in life. So that's one side of things. And then coaches, instead of Ken and Val and his wife being the coaches anymore, um, you know, we've got a plethora of coaches that everybody can have available to them. Um, so we're just translating his passion um, for sports, for coaching, for seeing kids um, grow and reach their potential, just putting it into an app and letting every parent, letting every kid um, have a chance at doing the same thing. Uh, is there certain locations right now? Obviously, it's still growing and uh, you're growing the, the whole app and the whole process of the coaches and things like that. So are there certain areas right now um, that are in market versus out of market? Yeah. So right now, our uh, hottest areas are Toronto and New York, actually. Mm -hmm. So those are our two hottest um, areas right now. But our users will determine where the hottest market is and are. Um, so if we've got a lot of coaches that sign up in you know, Alaska, 
<laughs> then we're going to start to, uh, you know, cater to the coaches needs there, cater to our athletes needs there, cater to our users there. So wherever we're growing the fastest is um, where we're going to make things happen. We're not going to choose one particular place because we want to be global. We want to reach everywhere and everyone. So our users are going to let us know exactly where they need us the most. So can coaches anywhere right now sign up? Absolutely. Coaches anywhere now can sign up. I'm sure you remember the initial stages of Uber where, um, you know, not everywhere you went in the world could you get an Uber. I'm probably sure. Do people even remember that about Uber anymore? Or is it it, it, probably not? People just think probably Uber was just from day one. We used to get rides anywhere. You could be right next to the pyramids in Egypt and calling an Uber, right? (laughs) But no, it wasn't always like that. (laughs) <laughs> it used to be a lot of the times, you know, Uber's not in your area yet. You get those kind of messages. And of course, we're a growing company. We'll be, you know, we want to be transparent with everyone. So um, in some areas, you might not have as, as good of a, you know, experience as you do in other areas, because just because coaches sign up and athletes sign up is dependent on how the user experience will be. So we're growing and we're eventually going to be all around the world. Anybody in anywhere of the world can sign anywhere in the world can sign up. So there's no restriction, no location restrictions. Um, So come on down, sign up, send us a message, Instagram, WhatsApp, sorry, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, anywhere. Hop on our website. Let's get started. Let's sign up more coaches and athletes. So social media is Palm Sports. Uh, What's the website? Palmsports.com. Okay, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to say it wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. You've got it right, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Palmsports.com. And again, this is Rishi Sharma, uh, one of the co-founders of Palm Sports, him and Ken Pompey, uh, in together uh, to create this possibility for athletes to find coaches, trainers, and fellow athletes as well uh, to get mm-hmm. together and just get better at the sports. And there's always people looking. I love the idea of being able to uh, financially support athletes and things like that through the through the app and uh, opportunity for people, not just grandma and grandpa or mom and dad, but yeah. uh, for other people to get behind and support these athletes is a, is a wonderful opportunity as well. Yeah. Rishi, anything else you want to add before we, before we close out? Hey, I just want to say, if you're a coach, sign up to our app. Like I said, send us a message on social media, any social media you've got, hop on our website, send us a message. Athletes join up. And uh, let's make this platform an amazing platform for everyone to use. Wonderful. Again, it's Palm Sports. You can find them on social media, anywhere you have social media, or palmsports.com to find out more information. And uh, Rishi, thank you so much. And I apologize that Ken couldn't get on. We'll get him on one of these days. But thank you for coming on and carrying the torch. From what I hear uh, you're the face of it, and uh, they try to keep Ken behind the scenes. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, uh, <laughs> thank you, Rishi. Us. We're going to be on next time. We'll tell you some Ken Pompey stories. You've got to hear them from him for sure. Okay. So we'll be back on again. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Rishi, Thanks thank you so much. Me. And make sure you go out and check out palmsports.com. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Sports Stove Podcast. Don't forget about going to intheclutch.com. Use the code SPORTSSTOVE. You get 10% off your purchase uh, there of licensed apparel, baseball, basketball, hockey, football, other things as well, in the clutch.com. Use the code sports stove and you'll get 10% off your purchase. Uh, thanks to dad for uh, coming and being on the program again. Thank you to uh, Rishi Sharma from Palm sports. And thank you to Tom Allen from Indiana Hoosiers football for being a part of, Uh, of the show again as well. If you missed any part of the episode, make sure you go back and listen to the entirety of it on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.